COVID-19 is real, and we need to really start taking it seriously. This is no time to check out, for the end is not now, but it is near. COVID-19 first got my attention when I read about a Chinese hospital being blown up earlier this year. Then I began to take it really seriously when people who I knew personally had contacted the virus. But I tell you what, COVID-19 got real when I had a nightmare that I was trapped in a basement full of terminally ill Chinese people and I couldn't get out. Then I woke up at 3 a.m. with a real fever, a real headache, coughing followed, fatigue, lost my sense of smell. Yes, I had contracted the COVID-19 virus. But praise and thanks be to the Lord Jesus Christ, I have been fever-free for 14 days. I did not come out publicly about being sick because I didn't want attention based upon sympathy. I told my family, of course told my friends, of course told anybody I felt like I came in contact with that could possibly have caught this horrible disease from me, did all of that. But we didn't really go publicly with it simply because I don't base my following on drama. I believe that one of the signs you're a toxic leader is if you, if you use a lot of fear or pity to gain followers through all of the drama in your life. No, I don't do that. Just told family, just told friends, prayed about it. Special shout out to all those who brought us groceries and sent us flowers. You know who you are that helped get us through tough times. But no, I didn't make it public. Didn't make a big announcement. Didn't need your sympathies, didn't need your attention. I just simply lead this podcast through ideas, not manipulating your emotions. I tell you what, I tried to produce Spirit Signal while I was sick. I can't do it. And you know, I have never preached ill. I have never preached sick. A lot of evangelists have had to do that, and God bless them for doing it. You're here to listen, and I'm here to talk. This is Spirit Signal with Justin Gleason. It's available on podcast, Spotify, and many other podcast platforms, bringing you the message of God, Bible, and church in this horrific year, 2020. Please consider subscribing, giving a great review and rating. Listen to our past episodes. Check back often for new episodes. And tell somebody about Spirit Signal. Follow me on Facebook pages, Instagram, and Twitter at Justin C. Gleason. Contact me at spiritsignaljg at gmail.com. Podcasting is the future. And with the help of your loyal listenership, I will have a future in it. I tell you what, I've only been back in the office now for two days, and I've still got COVID fatigue. I do. I'm not symptomatic, but the fatigue is still there, and I guess that's normal based upon what other people are saying. But I got to tell you, my spirits were picked up. I, I, I feel just raised up right now from the strength of the Lord and also the feedback that I have received from our loyal audience. Uh, Many of you reached out to me wondering, hey, it's been a week. It's now been two weeks. Where's my spirit signal? And I'm like, I want to do it, but COVID-19 has taken that from us. I'm sorry. But I just want to read to you some of the great feedback we've been receiving from listeners. Uh, These two recent ones uh, were sent directly to spiritsignaljg at gmail.com. 
I'll only give their initials and the date just to protect their identities because this was a private message. C.H., this past September 16th, he says, Man, I absolutely love your podcast. My only complaint, complaint in all caps, is that you only do one a week. Hopefully you can start doing two to three a week. You know, uh, CH, I have been entertaining that idea. I, I don't know. We usually do one episode. It's somewhere between 40 minutes to an hour. I'm thinking about possibly breaking that up into smaller segments. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see about that. But that is actually a great complaint that I like. The complaint is I'm not doing enough. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get back to doing. We'll get back to once a week and possibly doing some more. We'll see about that. But thank you so much for the message. From M.W. this past September 30th. Brother Gleason, I just want to say thank you for Spirit Signal. I have learned so much. My husband and I both listen together from time to time and enjoy each podcast. It has challenged me to go deeper in the things of God. I've had time to go back and listen to a few episodes I missed while quarantined with my family. Thank you for your burden to share the Word of God with the people. That's a compliment. One of my goals is to inspire people to study more, to pray more, to dig deep. That's what Spirit Signal is all about. And I want to thank you so much for that kind message and uh, letting us know, you know, how much uh, we, we have ministered to you and your family. You know, when I started Spirit Signal, I thought, this is a bad time. I'm knocking on the door of 40. Nobody's going to listen to what I have to say. But I had a word from God. And I had great inspiration, and I knew I wanted to do something. And we started this podcast, and you know what? I couldn't have picked a better time. Because <laughs> right in the beginning of all of this, everybody was stuck at home. And we gained a a great audience very quickly, and it still continues to grow. I want to say a special thank you to the listeners who take the time to rate and review this podcast. Those five-star uh, ratings really, really help us out. It's the best way you can give back to this podcast to help it grow and, and to, to reach the apostolic community. But uh, these reviews, we've received great reviews. M.W. Cunningham 13 says, This podcast is clearly God-inspired and God-ordained. This generation needs this voice in our midst. Prophetic, prophetic voices play a crucial role in the beginning stages of our apostolic church in the book of Acts. Now it's so good to see God raising up the laborers in our generation. Thank you, Brother Gleason, for your boldness. Submission to God and ministry. IANMC202 says, I absolutely love this podcast. I've listened to almost every episode, and I always find something that I can apply and that I can learn from. This is the most listen for, this is a must listen for any spiritually minded person. A plus lawn care. Oh yeah. Love this podcast. I'm able to mow grass and learn all at the same time. I look forward to more uplifting episodes. A plus long care. God bless you. I, I usually listen to podcasts when I mow. I, I do. And you know what? Being sick with COVID-19, I didn't mow my grass <laughs> for two weeks. And ugh, it was starting to look like a salad bar out there in the lawn. Delisha H. says, do yourself a favor and listen to every episode. Binge listen. Yeah. Binge listen. You will not be disappointed. This podcast is fire. Julie Lynn B. I think I know who that is. 
I enjoy this podcast very much. Great teaching and insights relevant to current events. And then, of course, from C.S. Gleason. That is my brother. Such a great God, Bible, and church podcast. Delightful humor while offering profound biblical insight. 10 out of 10 recommendation. Oh, that's epic. You know, I, I started recording this podcast uh, kind of down, you know, coming off a of sickness, but reading all of these uh, all of these amazing feedback messages has really uplifted me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your responses. You know, I get it. Most of you would just rather lis- listen passively, and I'm okay with that. But uh, if you take the time to respond, I definitely will read it. And uh, I observe. I observe. I watch. I listen. You know, I don't really solicit a whole lot of questions. I know other podcasts do that out there. That That's code for they, they're having a hard time developing content. But I just listen and observe what people are already saying, and that's usually where I, I get a lot of my content. I tell you, I tell you what, people have been uh, contacted me saying healthy relationships. And you know what? People are getting serious about spirit signal romance. And, uh, you know, people are starting to date on God's terms now. So we're the message is really getting out. A lot of our buzzwords, talking points are really getting in the minds and hearts of people. And people are learning things about God, Bible and church. And um, we're thankful for that. But, yeah, this is a podcast of ideas. No drama around here. Don't need your sympathy around here. You know, it's not a toxic environment. This is built upon real ideas from the real Jesus from the real Bible, and from the real mind and heart of yours truly. Almost three weeks ago, my father called me 30 minutes before church start time, and he said, Just, I have COVID symptoms. Others in our church have contacted me, and they have COVID symptoms. We have to quarantine and do online services only. Ugh. Our church practices social distancing since the beginning of all of this. Uh, we said we're going to take this seriously. You know, we're under a mask mandate when you come into the service, leave the service, all of that. We stress hygienic precautions. We have more hand sanitizers placed around this building than you can shake a stick at. I, I don't get it. I don't understand how people in this church got COVID-19, but that just goes to show what this virus can do. It's a real virus, and we really need to take it seriously. But I tell you what, some of my greatest fears in this virus has been for my parents. They're both over 60 now, and uh, medical professionals have said if you're over 60, you are at high risk, and I have prayed for my parents on a daily basis. And to hear your own father say, I have symptoms, uh, I was distressed. I uh, I went into panic mode. And then thinking about having to cancel that church service that Sunday morning. It was a special service. We've been planning it for for weeks, some of us months. It was a service dedicated to celebrate the halfway point in our uh, capital stewardship campaign for our church. we got a lot of great things that have happened even in the midst of this pandemic, and we were excited to present it to the people. But we had to shut it down and postpone it for a later date. So when the word got out, and this is just 30 minutes before church, people are, were already in the building. Our ushers, our security had to go around and ask everybody to please leave. 
we had to position people at the parking lot at the, at the beginning of at the entrance, turning cars away. Can't come to church. Possible outbreak of COVID nineteen. Please go home. Watch us on on Facebook Live. I sat in my office that morning and I just felt like everything went wrong. It was distressing, very discouraging, and I just felt like, like I said, everything went wrong. You know what? I went back to my journals, and I looked at what the Lord had spoken to me earlier this year concerning COVID-19. It's a prophecy that I've told you about before, and I want to tell you again. This is the word of the Lord uh, for our local church, and really it applies to a lot of churches nearby here in the Midwest. Sunday, March 22nd, 2020, the word of the Lord came to me saying, after 60 days, the church shall regather, followed by 60 days of slowly reopening, and thereafter 60 days of recovery. There will be three pandemics, some will say four. The vision then ended. Our last service together here in Kansas City at the Live Church, last Sunday together was Sunday, March 15th. From Monday, March 16th, through Thursday, May 14th, we were in 60 days of quarantine, online services only. 60 days passed, and when you know it, the word of the Lord was fulfilled. We regathered based upon the recommendation of our governing officials, medical community here in the state of Missouri. We regathered after 60 days on Sunday, May 17th fulfilling the word of the Lord. We then went through 60 days of slowly reopening, Friday, May 15th to Monday, July 13th. And thereafter, 60 days of slowly recovering, Tuesday, July 14th through Friday, September 11th. Those 60 days were fulfilled. Thereafter that, The very next day, Saturday, September 12th, it was a Saturday night. We had a powerful service here, here at our church. The Chandlers, uh, the Chandler Singers, it's a great family. I highly recommend their music. Check them out. They were here. Evangelist Josh Herring preached. It was a powerful service. It's probably when the outbreak occurred. Isn't that something? After 60 days... Of quarantine, we regathered just as the Lord spoke to me. We had 60 days of reopening, 60 days of recovering. And the very next day after the 60 days of recovering were fulfilled, that was our last service and we had an outbreak. So beginning Sunday, September 13th, to now Wednesday, September 30th, we went into quarantine. You remember what the Lord said, you'll have 60 days and and regathered. 60 days of reopening, reopening, 60 days of recovery, and thereafter there will be three pandemics. I've wondered what that three pandemics means. And a lot of times with prophecy, you know, there's there's a who, what, where, when, and why in prophecy. Usually you only know about two of those things. Sometimes you'll know who, sometimes you'll know where, but you won't know the why and the how and the when. I don't really know how this prophecy would unfold in the beginning of this. Now, now, since it's been fulfilled, I understand. But isn't it interesting, after 60 days of recovery, God said there would be three pandemics. The very next day, we have a pandemic. I don't understand that. 
God knows it. But I tell you what, in reading that, I was comforted to knowing that God brought us through that first quarantine of 60 days. And the Lord spoke to me at that moment and said, the church is going to have to regather, reopen, and recover again. And I'm going to be with you all through this. (laughs) I was so moved in that moment and comforted and strengthened. You know what? We had a great weekend. We were able to celebrate, and God has been with us through this uh, time of quarantine, such as many churches who have had to quarantine, you know, throughout the late spring, the summer, and this fall. God has brought us through this. COVID-19 is real, and it's tough, and we're not yet through it. We're still having to be safe. We're still having to pray. We're still having to take precautions. This COVID-19, it's, it's, it's like a thief. It's taken many of us, it took our plans away from us. It took our schedule away from us. Our career, our school, our travel. It took away our peace of mind to breathe. It took, our way, uh, uh, took away our peace of mind to just touch things. It took away our ability for many of us to arrive to church early to pray. It took away our assigned seats in our church. Took away our church attendance. Took away, most of all, what has broken my heart, to be able to stay late after dismissal and pray around the altar and meditate. Took away a lot of us our ability to fellowship after service. Took away a lot of various ministries in our churches, like kids and youth. You know what else it took away? Three weeks of spirit signal while I was sick. I told you earlier, I woke up, I had a horrible nightmare. I was trapped in a basement full of terminally ill Chinese people. They meant me no harm. Matter of fact, they didn't even know I was in the room. I just remember walking around a basement, seeing Chinese people locked in a room, and they couldn't get out because they were terminally ill. China knows a lot about sickness. You look at their culture, you don't see them shaking hands, they bow. You look in a lot of major cities, what do they all wear? Masks. They've been doing it for years. A lot of the great plagues of the earth have come out of China historically. The bubonic plague came out of China. You take a look at Chinese paintings, uh, Chinese sculptures. What do the men and women have? They have long sleeves where you can't even see their hands. And most of the time they, they're holding their hands together left and right hand, right in, front of, right in front of themselves. That's a formal Chinese greeting. They don't shake hands. You want to know why? Because centuries ago they realized, uh, they, they even write about it in some of their ancient writings, the, the germ theory of epidemics, that diseases are passed from human to human. So they wouldn't shake hands. They practice social distancing. They understand that. And because of this COVID-19 virus that somehow mysteriously got out of a lab, the whole world is having to practice Chinese epidemic culture because of this. That night when I had that horrible nightmare, I was awakened at 3 a.m. with a pounding headache and a fever. And thereafter was followed by 10 days of COVID-19 symptoms, cough, fever, fatigue, 
headaches, shortness of breath, no sleep, nausea, heavy congestions, and in the middle of it all, a horrible burning in my sinuses. Oh, did that feel weird. I lost my sense of smell. Now, I've been sick in my life. I've had horrible flu. And I would say even a lot of the sicknesses that I've had in the past were worse than this. Now, this was bad, but i tell you what was unusual was this did not feel like a normal virus. It didn't feel natural in me. It felt like there was something different in me. I had other horrible nightmares that I'm not even going to talk about on this episode, maybe another time. But I'm telling you what, it was a spiritual battle during all of it. It attacked my subconscious. It attacked my spirit. It attacked my body. I was miserable. My beautiful wife also had symptoms. She and I took care of each other. I'll tell you what, those vows we took to take care of each other in sickness and in health, they got real. And I'll tell you what, if you're married and you get COVID-19 or any sickness, it should draw you closer together. Sometimes that's a good thing about sickness. It slows everything down and it brings you together. And you know what? It did. One of my greatest fears was that this sickness would pass to our children. We have two small children. By the grace of God, our children did not get COVID-19 symptoms. During the sickness, I would just sit and pray, mostly meditate because it hurt to even talk. I would just sit there and think, and you know what? Every time that I would sit down and pray, or when I laid there in bed in the middle of the night not being able to sleep, and I would just think about the Lord, and every moment God would come to me and comfort me. He would come and just be right there. You know, God doesn't social distance. It was just like he was right there. It was like he's saying, I'm right here, and where I am, everything is going to be Okay. It was like he just sat right there next to me to comfort me. Truly, truly, the psalmist knew what he was talking about where he said, in the presence of the Lord there is fullness of joy, and at his right hand pleasures forevermore. I'll tell you what I've learned in sickness. This COVID-19 and other times when I've been sick, sickness will suppress your flesh. It will suppress your carnality, and that's a good thing because when you are in a place where your flesh is suppressed, like what fasting will do, sickness will do it too. It opens up your spirit to receive from God. Sickness is humbling. And I tell you what, during that time, God talked to me. He gave me fresh vision, fresh insight for my life personally, the church, the world, and this podcast. But the most beautiful thing of it all was I was able to experience the strength of the Lord. A psalm that I prayed over and quoted every day over myself and my family and my friends and other people I knew that had been sick with COVID-19. Psalm 41.3. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on his sick bed. You know... A lot of people have contacted me, and I've heard a lot of people preach and teach, you know, how to, how to pray and how to come against COVID-19. You know what? I, I know a lot of people. I, I'm very well connected in, in the apostolic church all, all over the world. I have yet to hear of one person who was healed of COVID-19. I have not heard of one case where somebody was miraculously healed of COVID-19. 
I've heard of people healed of cancer. I have heard of people healed of diabetes. I, I have seen people with broken bones get healed. I've, I've, I've seen so many amazing miracles and healings. But I have yet to hear or see somebody miraculously healed of COVID-19. But you know what I have seen and heard over and over with this? Is God visiting people, like in Psalm 41, and strengthening them while they're in bed and they're ill. I've heard story after story of God sustaining people while they are sick. You know what all of this has been? It's the spiritual language in the prophecy God gave me. It has been recovery. You notice this, one of the major signs that God said would follow his believers is they would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. Doesn't say healed. Doesn't say a miracle will occur, although there are other scriptures for that in other instances, but there are certain times when sickness has come. You're not healed. There's no miracle, but rather God gives you supernatural recovery. You read in the Bible, sometimes God would himself defeat the enemies before his people. Like lightning would strike them. The earth would open up. They would turn against each other and the enemies would kill each other. Sometimes the Lord would send out angels to, to completely wipe out their enemies. Supernaturally, they didn't have to draw a sword. They didn't have to raise shield. They didn't have to do anything. But then there are other times when God wouldn't do that. He would, he would say, you have to go fight. You have to go and conquer. You have to go and gain the victory. And don't be afraid, for I am with you. It's like God would say, I will supernaturally strengthen you to give you victory. And that's how we've got to pray against COVID-19. It's not so much pray that God destroys COVID-19, that we're healed from and all of those things, but rather we pray for ourselves. God, give us strength to overcome. And then also, I believe in uh, doing everything you can to build a strong immune system. You know, some of you may laugh may laugh at essential oil people, but let me tell you something. It was a practice of the New Testament church. The New Testament church, you know, didn't go around anointing everything, but rather they used oil as like a medicine, mostly frankincense, a very powerful uh, oil is still used in the Middle East. It smells wonderful, and when you start putting it on yourself, you'll be amazed at how much it will uh, uh, help you to overcome sickness. It's a very powerful oil. Uh, we diffuse thieves in our house, and you know what? Since we started doing that, a lot of the sickness, you know, I would get certain colds <coughs> uh, every winter, so sometimes in the summer. It's amazing. Thieves would block that out. I believe in all that stuff. So take your vitamin C. Take your vitamin A. Take your zinc. Uh, I, I believe in all that stuff. The hydroquine, chloroquine, if I'm pronouncing that right, I'm probably not. You know, there's a vaccine coming out. I believe there is uh, freedom to do as you wish. Some people don't do not do well with medicine. You know, I'm allergic to penicillin. A lot of you, penicillin has saved your life. I can't take it. I'll get sick. You know, do whatever you must to each his own on those things. You know, for the vaccine and the non-vax community, all of those things, don't let that divide us. But we need to be strengthening ourselves and covering our homes in prayer and doing everything we can to stay safe. Because I'm going to tell you what, none of us are exempt from COVID-19. And it's a horrible sickness to have. But I praise God for the strength that God gave me, the visitation God gave me. 
He has helped our local church. He is helping people uh, recover from this. And I, I thank God. I tell you what, if you ever feel like you have nothing to pray about in those moments, God will give you something to pray about. That's why we've got to follow what the psalmist says, that I will give praise and thanks to God always, no matter what. I will always praise him. You want to have something to pray about? Just start praying to God because he is good, no matter what you're going through. When things are good, when things are evil, when things are not going your way, when it feels like everything went wrong, God is worthy of our praise. General Conference was last week. It was all online. I thank God for the United Pentecostal Church that I'm a part of. Congratulations to the UPC celebrating 75 years of establishment. We thank the Lord for that. Our General Superintendent, David K. Bernard, was contacted by Missionary Daniel Scott on August 22, 2019. The word of the Lord came to Brother Scott saying, My son, I will send a devastation upon the United States, the like of which has never been experienced. The devastation will come with destruction, multiplied times over, and the people will tremble. I will do this to bring the nation to its knees. Even the kings of the earth shall be clothed in fear. The entire population of the United States will then know the paths of treachery. Their leaders have traveled to destroy the faith of so many. My people who are called by my name will be tried severely, but my purpose will be to show myself to be their God, even before I come to gather them to me. But the end is not yet. This will take place just prior to my return, and I will use this devastation to cause many spiritual prodigals who have turned away from me to return and reconsecrate their lives to me, and many who have left the love of righteousness and the gospel to realign their principles. Also, I will bring multitudes to know me, because at that time there will be a revelation that all men everywhere will know that I am the only Lord God. The vision then ended. That is a word from God. That is a word of direction, a word of encouragement, and a word to let us know that God knew what would happen, the devastation, the trials, the troubles, but then also the powerful things that would occur concerning the kingdom of God. And I am so edified by reading this. That prophecy strengthened me. I tell you what, you want a word from God? It'll come when you're in trouble. You need an angel to come to you, he'll come to you when you're in, in, in trouble. It's when everything is going good and everything's perfect. That's a dangerous place to be because that's when you feel like, I don't need God. I don't really need anything spiritual in my life. But when trouble comes, devastation comes, sickness comes, that's when it gets real. That's when you realize you need the real Jesus. So you know what? COVID-19 may be the thing that you need to get your life realigned with God. 
COVID-19 may be the thing that your prodigal son, your prodigal daughter needs to come back to the Lord. Maybe your prodigal mother, your prodigal father. My grandpa, my grandpa, Wendell Gleason, he was a Bible college teacher, a marvelous choir director, traveled all over the United States singing, preaching, and teaching. One of the greatest things he ever said was, never disparage the thing that keeps you on your knees. COVID-19, if it hasn't yet, it needs to bring you to your knees. Whatever it takes to awaken us, to look up into the sky, and to remember that all of the trouble that has come upon us, the plagues, the earthquakes, the famines, men's hearts failing them for fear, wars, rumors of wars, those things aren't done to punish the church. Those things are coming to awaken the church. What will it profit you? If you gain the whole world and lose your own soul, these troubles have come as signs to all of us that the end is not now, but it is near. Be ready for the soon coming of the Lord. I still have some fatigue. I still can't smell anything. I've been drinking coffee and it feels like I'm just drinking hot water. I can't smell it. I can't taste it. But you know what? I'm thankful to be alive. I'm thankful that what I had to go through, this COVID-19, another quarantine, all of these things, God met with me in a powerful, special way. And I pray that for you in your personal life, whatever trouble may come your way, may the Lord speak to you, may the Lord comfort you, and may you come out of your trials stronger and more powerful than ever before. That's the spirit of recovery. When you recover like David did at Ziklag, when you recover all, that recovery, God gives you a time of loss to give you a miraculous experience of recovery. And recovery means you come back stronger. You come back more powerful. You come back with more than you had before. That's the power of the cross. That's the power of persecution. COVID-19 is not going to bring down this church. But I tell you what's going to happen. Prodigals are coming home. For those of us that were a little carnal, those of us who were dabbling in the world, amen, COVID-19 has gotten our attention to repent of our sins and to turn to the Lord. I'm Justin Gleason. I approve of everything that I just said. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In Jesus' name. Woo!